Welcome to Business Can Be Better. This is the podcast that helps businesses become even better businesses. I'm one of the co-hosts, Lane Anderson. I own a marketing company called London Road Media. And I'm Kelly Ray Tamaki, founder and owner of TMH Business Coaching and Consulting. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. I had like I pushed too hard at the gym and I can barely walk. Me too. That's so funny. I'm so oh sore. My God. I was thinking that when I was walking up the steps. It's impressive. So bad. What kind of gym stuff are you doing? I am trying this new app, so I'm gonna see how it goes. I'm trying oh. new. It's telling me what exercises to do. Oh. I'm a personal trainer for a wife, and I buy or I don't even buy. I use a free app to tell me what to do instead. Say, is it Jocelyn's app? <laughs> no. That's pretty funny. But I don't know. I'm trying to make a better effort of actually going to the gym, and my body is not liking it. Oh, yeah. Well, that means you're doing it right. Okay. Yeah. Good. No pain, no gain. That's not true. <laughs> I've heard that. That's We're back really to cliches. True. I thought we left this behind <laughs> the last episode. It's impossible. Yeah. I don't know. There's not a lot new with me, just at the gym. And it's rainy today, so it feels like fall has started. That's a good way of looking at it. I was thinking it looks like s- sad outside. Yeah. I really miss the sun when it's not here. What's what's happening with you? <laughs> that's a new way of asking it. No, well, that's new. the rain. The rain is here. I did not bring an umbrella today. I don't know. Nothing is much new. Today's Monday. This is a hard day for me. It's like my big, big day. Yeah. Planning for the week and... Oh, and we're gonna, I have to skip... We have to skip next week's episode because I'm going to be in New York. That's supposed so to be our, our first live well, episode. Episode 10 will be our first live, but it's All not right. going to be next week. What It'll, are you going to New York for? For Digital Agency Expo, a conference. Oh, cool. So I'm going to New York, which I've never been to New York City, so that'll be fun. Awesome. I'm going to New York, and Gary Vee's speaking, so I'm actually kind of excited about that. Oh, wow, I bet. And a bunch of other people. Um, I'm a partner, like a certified partner with Active Campaign, and they're a big sponsor, and I already talked to them on the phone, and they're all excited to be able to meet and get to know people. So Awesome. You're what's I don't do those things very team. often. I don't do conferences, but no? I decided I need to start. Just pick one a year and go to one. That's a good idea. Yeah, you got to keep educating yourself. Yeah. You do it online, though, a lot, hey? Yeah, I do other ways, but maybe it's time to actually get out and do this silly networking thing and sitting in conference rooms. Kiss babies and shake hands. Is that what it is? (laughs) Okay, nothing's new with me. Let's hear this amazing topic you came up with. The amazing topic. Amazing topic is how to know when to delegate or outsource or otherwise not do it yourself versus when to do it yourself, when to pick pick up the skills and figure out how to do it yourself very succinct title yeah can't wait to see put that someone on the someone just tried to get title. in my building is it locked yeah it's locked sure? <laughs> someone's opening trying to open the door we won't be able to delete this stuff when we're live so might as well leave that in there yeah it's fine <laughs> okay well i'm glad you locked it i hope my jeep is locked. i did that intentionally because i figured <laughs> someone would try to open the door and try and get in here but. oh dear all right so we're basically talking about when to delegate when yeah. not to delegate when to do it yourself? Yeah. Okay. And I, when you first told me about this topic, I thought, oh, I totally disagree. This will actually be an interesting episode. We had this plan at the beginning that we would disagree on a lot of topics. At least I thought we would. I thought we would. And then every podcast we're like, oh, you're so right. I, I wholeheartedly <laughs> concur with you. So. So today the boxing gloves are on. Yeah. Well, no, bare knuckle. We're doing bare oh. knuckle. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> 
Drawing blood. Okay, well, okay. let's start. Let's hear well, your let's opinion start. on okay. this. Okay, so I, I believe that a lot of business owners try to outsource or delegate way too early because there's a lot of hype and a lot of speakers and motivational type people out there saying, just focus on doing the things you're great at or doing the things you love and don't do anything else. And I'm, I think that's... Did you look at my notes? <laughs> and that's an amazing thing to be able to do, but you probably need to be at a million dollars a year revenue and have like eight employees before you can ever get to that point because you have to wear so many hats as a small business owner Um, and even beyond that I mean if you owned a restaurant and had 30 employees they're probably all just doing one job which is either serve or one of two jobs serving or cooking you still need to do a lot of things yourself and I think too many business owners like the idea of working on my business not in my business and so they're just like no i will delegate everything and you need to really know how to do a lot of things and not take that step too early that's my belief so one thing i do agree with is you shouldn't delegate something that you have no idea how to do because that's just scary and that's a big risk like you know how you said you should know how to do all the things Mm -hmm. um yeah if you don't know how to if you don't know the procedures for serving a client or a table and you just hire someone to do it you're in big trouble if you're the one doing the training or the accountability checkups right yeah and that's the struggle i think with a lot of people for online marketing because you guys are amazing another company we work with in town is amazing but there are a lot of online marketing companies out there not even online marketing companies just random people who mm-hmm. are doing some other job and they tell business owners i do i do social media i'll increase your seo for a thousand dollars a month yeah. and maybe they do like one facebook post or something and i don't even know what they do i think sometimes they honestly charge people and don't do anything because a lot of business owners don't understand online marketing yeah so that's a big i think that's a big relevant that one should be a, a topic for today because i personally i'm a business coach i have an mba but i never pretend to know everything about your world the online marketing world i know that i can't be good at all things business and understand online marketing especially with how fast it changes so that's why i work so hard to find partners like you and brennan Mm -hmm. so maybe we can get into that a little bit because how do where's the where's the line there because with online marketing they can't learn everything you know not even no like be a waste of time yeah so the idea is not to become an expert in everything but it's to be a little bit dangerous at everything like you it's the jack of all trades thing that is actually being that people are being um kind of pushed away from or told that that that's not the way to go is to not be the jack of all trades that you just need to be amazing at one thing and spend all your time doing the one thing you have all your skill in and all your love in but i really believe that as a business owner like especially a startup or a small business you really need to do the jack of all trades route and know how to do a lot of things pretty well you're not going to be an expert at it but if you only have i don't know if you have like 500 dollars a month to spend on marketing i mean you are so much better off learning some things and putting in 10 hours of your own time than hiring someone else because you're going to get horrible or non-existent results for $500. It's just about being pretty good at a lot of things because pretty good pretty good is going to get you a lot better results than what you can buy with the money you have available. And it's even, I mean, we're talking about marketing so far, but there's lots of other things like even, um, I mean, even just like photography, videography, this podcast, there's things that you can just go out and learn rather than if you have to hire someone to do this stuff, especially photography. Like there's some amazing photographers out there and they're incredibly talented. There's lots of cases where 
they are who you should use. But if you just need some photos done for yourself, like you can take a photography course and pick up a pretty cheap camera and get some really good results that even professional photographers might look at and be like, wow, that looks almost as good as my stuff. Like I've we've been complimented with some of that. I don't at all call myself a photographer, but I've learned enough that we can do a pretty darn good job. In a lot of cases, that's all you need is a pretty darn good job. So I think if people are listening and they think like me, they're thinking, well, how do you know? Like, how do you Mm -hmm. decide? Where's the line sort of thing? So I guess if you want to answer that, please go ahead. When, When the line is that you stop figuring out yourself and start. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think once it makes sense for the investment that it's going to cost for someone to be better at it than you like if you have reached the wall if we're going to continue talking about photography like you've reached the wall for how much i can achieve i mean we're there even with our videography like we do a lot of our stuff in-house and we do videography and we are good enough like we can do a lot of stuff for social but if i need someone to make like an amazing cinematic awesome youtube pre-roll clip like just something amazing I just know where our limits are and where I need to, in that case, hire it out because you know where where you're where you plateau and where you get better results by hiring it out. Um, I don't know how you describe exactly what that looks like as far as. Unfortunately, we probably agree again on this. But oh no! I think I. I would recommend just a quick cost-benefit analysis in your head even, or on paper. Paper's better or a spreadsheet. But mm-hmm. um, So if it's going to take you more time and money to do it yourself, then the benefit you're going to receive from it, yeah. then you should look at outsourcing it. Like with you guys, for example, can you imagine if Laura and I tried to create our own online courses? How much time <laughs> it would take, how horrible they would be, and the fact that we probably wouldn't sell any versus how much we'd pay to outsource that, get you guys to help with it, do a really good job, mm-hmm. make it all professional, set up all the funnels, all that sort of stuff. When you look at the long-term cost benefit, the benefit yeah. will outweigh the cost. Yeah. So I think cost benefit, that's a good one to look at. And you don't have to get into any crazy mathematical formulas. Just look at the benefit, the amount of money that's likely to come from it and the cost. So any things you have to buy or labor that you have to pay for or your time that you have to pay for. I think a lot of small business owners get stuck in thinking, well, there is no cost. It's me. I'm free. Right. And that's really dangerous. You should you should uh, assign sort of an hourly cost to yourself because you don't want to be in those positions for the rest of your life. So you need to think strategically about that. So just look at the benefit or the income that will come from it versus the cost. And I think that will help you decide where yeah. the, when the when when it's a better time to source it out or hire. Yeah. I think like we we're talking about with marketing, I think it is Uh, very dangerous to outsource if you don't have some base knowledge because you can get into all sorts of relationships where as long as someone comes in with enough confidence then you go for it and you buy and absolutely and that doesn't always pan out so well so it's nice to have a baseline knowledge just so that you can vet some of these things because I mean especially with marketing it wouldn't take much knowledge for you to be able to have a few understanding you'd have understanding of a few things that some of these marketers don't even have (laughs) like they'll start using terms that you're like no 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 I know enough to know that that's not how you talk about that yeah so I mean yeah to get away from marketing like even with accounting and bookkeeping like I did my own books for the first two years maybe not quite two years year and a half anyways but like I think that's an important skill to have is knowing and maybe your books are going to come out the end of that year and a half needing a little little bit of a cleanup from a proper bookkeeper but it's good knowledge to have to try and figure out what do all these expense account means what do different income accounts mean yeah just it makes a lot of sense in the future next time you have conversations with your
your accountant, your bookkeeper, or you know how to categorize receipts or whatever. You just, you get the big picture of the back end as far as how does this look and how does it all work together? I think it's really important rather than just, no, I have a business, bookkeeping's not my thing. I'm going to outsource it from day one. But if you have no knowledge of how those systems work, um, I think you're going to get yourself into some trouble situations. You're at the mercy of whoever you're paying to be your expert. Yeah, I... I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was so feisty on my way here. (laughs) You're like, I'll finally we can debate about something. So I want to talk about the bookkeeping thing because at first I was like, no, 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 Lane, don't do your own books. But you know, 96% of businesses fail in 10 years. Like that statistic is so stuck in my head. It's the reason for everything I do. And I just think it's, it's so discouraging and it's so sad, especially since I think I saw a statistic the other day that said... 3% 3% of the population are business owners and they provide 66% of the jobs. Mm, you're right. And 96% of us are failing. So yeah, I think one big thing is when I meet with business owners, even if they're a great potential client and they have a heart of gold, they're a good leader, they're a good person, they just need my help learning about marketing, financials, and mm-hmm. leadership. The financial piece, almost without fail, people cannot explain to me what their, well, usually their income accounts, but not their expense accounts, you know? So I'll right. say, well, what was this huge expense last year? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you should know. You definitely should so, know. So yeah. especially if you're a small business, right? Now, if you have a general manager running your business or you have an office manager or something like that, they should know and you should know if you ask. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you should also know how to go into your bookkeeping software and find out. Yeah. So I agree with you in that any business owner who hasn't had their hands in their books and they don't understand exactly what every account is, I think they're probably missing out on a ton of tax efficiency because their accountant at the end of the year... And I know some really great accountants, but the accountants can only work with the data that they've been given. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of twofold. One, you have to know, just like before with marketing, you have to know what the job is before you delegate it or hire someone to do it. Otherwise, you can't hold them accountable. You can't properly communicate information to them. Like if you didn't know, for example, that you can write off some of your home expenses as part mm-hmm. of a home office expense, even though you have a business, you know, you wouldn't even think to tell your accountant, well, here's my property tax bill. Here's my home insurance bill, yeah. you know, so they could write off 10% of it or 25% of it. Outsourcing irresponsibly or hiring an employee irresponsibly, I think, is a huge mistake. And I think that's yeah. what you're saying too. You know, if you're just giving it away to give it away, it's a, it's a bad idea and it's dangerous and it can cost you yeah. a lot of money. And that's where it, it just, if you're going to delegate, delegate to someone who is the expert in that, like hire a professional. Don't just be like, yes. well, it's a job I don't want to deal with. So I'll give it to someone like the amount of people who are using like their assistant to be their marketing director <laughs> is just not a good idea. Like, yeah. hi, like if you're going to outsource it, find someone who is experienced enough or, or intelligent enough so that they can do it well. Because if you give it to someone in a low paying position, they're not going to care as much as you do about your business. They're not going to be motivated to learn how to do it at the quality that you want it done. So it really needs to be handed to someone who can really be trusted to do it well. Otherwise, you're not hardly delegating. You're giving it to someone who you're going to have to babysit and hold hand to get the job done anyways. So you might as well just do it yourself. (laughs) And again, when you give it to them, you have to know what a good job looks like and how to do it so you can teach them and then hold them accountable. And make sure that you give them proper goals. Like you don't even know how to set goals for the people if you haven't figured it out yourself, right? Yeah. And then another area would be like HR. I mean, you have to be at a fairly sizable business before you're going to hire like just an HR position. You need to be quite large. So a business owner needs to have good knowledge of HR policies and best practices. And that's another position that's like you need breadth into that area too. 
um, because the amount of businesses that are doing things that are just straight up illegal, illegal <laughs> with what employment standards are in our province yeah. is boggles my mind. And what employees say or think is perfectly normal because they're like, well, I know that this business that does that and this business and this business. I'm like, I don't care that all these businesses do it. It is illegal. Like, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's another area where there's just so many hats you need to wear. And I think people who are new to entrepreneurship don't realize that it's so much more than the craft that you're good at there's all of these things you need to learn um, and you spend a lot of your time working on the things you don't want to be working on and that needs to be the reality so next time whoever um, Joe inspiration comes down your Instagram and says you know work on your business not in your business or you need to delegate everything and only do the things you're amazing at I just think there's a there's a, a long path of doing it all yourself before you get to do that before you earn the ability to do that or if you buy an existing business or you grow really really fast and you're already in the position where you've got a team of people and you don't know how to do all their jobs at least spend some time learning about your financial statements, how to read them, how to ask the smart questions if you don't know where every dollar is going, Mm -hmm. and do some training. There's free training from Employment Standards, you know, or do a meeting with an HR consultant, but make sure you know what you're doing there. And same with marketing, you have to understand the fundamentals of marketing. Like so many people are so disorganized and just trying to like, try this, try that, try this. And it's like, if you could just get it down to a fundamental one, like our marketing plan template on our website is free if you guys wanna go get it. But it's just like an exercise that will make you think about who you are and what you want to share and the organized way that you should share it because so many people are just a disaster and if you go to a marketing company and say can i give you 50 grand to market for me some marketing companies won't be as good as you know the few that i've talked about today where they won't investigate they won't ask you the questions they won't really get the time to take the time Mm -hmm. to know your brand and your mission and everything before they just start trying stuff for you because you just hired them to try stuff for you and if it's a much much lower price they can't spend the time finding out that information or ask you those questions because they're our hourly would be six dollars an hour if they did totally so that's where a low price i made a video about this a few weeks ago where i said like if you have a low price just save up until you have enough to do one good big campaign that you have some money because if you only have a few hundred bucks or a thousand bucks to spend on your marketing period like you're not getting anything for it because for it to be done well i need to use all of that budget and more just learning about who your brand is and what your voice should be like and discovering what we should do for you like you haven't even started doing anything yet so you mentioned hr consulting i think consulting is a piece where it would be really valuable for people is bring someone in who can teach you some of this stuff so you said hr i think there's um you could if you're doing your own books bring in a bookkeeper who's willing to teach you and walk you through it and tell you their best practices or set up your books for you and then give you the keys and let you take over for a bit until you can afford to truly outsource to an expert or um or with marketing like for small businesses we get just because of the nature of you know the kind of people we've built our relationships with and the reputation we have we're reached out to really really often by businesses who want by small businesses who want some help uh, and that we're not in a position to help them and they're not in a position to hire us and so consulting usually is the answer like you will come in for two hours and give you a bunch of skills and you'll feel a lot better about doing this yourself and that's often the answer um, i think people are reaching out and delegating and outsourcing far too early i guess that's a restatement of my no i get mission it statement i get it and i like that you said that and i'm i really am conscious of not being self-promoting on the podcast and i think you are too like we're just yeah. doing this to help people but the fact is like there are a lot of free ways too nowadays to get you know like we talk about i do 
free strategy sessions, a d- one a day for business owners, mm-hmm. any business owner. Like we are not going to charge you money. We're not going to do anything, but we help you assess your business and give you recommendations for totally yeah. for free. And there are a lot of things like that out there right now that you can download for free or YouTube videos you can watch, but you've never lived in a time where it was easier to learn the things you need to learn. No. Just do the work, like, you know, do your homework, learn the things. Not only is it available for free, like it's not even a lesser version of it, what's out there for free. Like the free stuff is the best way to learn some of this, like, especially in the marketing world. I. Like if you if you go to college and take a course in social media management, you're learning things that are two years old. Five years old. Or more. Yeah. The most up to date brand new curriculum was from two years ago. So some some of this stuff, the best way to learn it is by reading the blogs, listening to the podcast, going to YouTube. That is literally the like the crux of the information that's out there. It is not, well, it's what it's okay because it's free. It's literally the best that's out there is the stuff that's free. So everyone is absolutely has the ability to get the knowledge they need. There's no barrier to getting this knowledge whatsoever. No, it's free. Go to the library and use the internet if you don't have a computer. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing that we realized too, we just kind of rewrote our mission statement a few months ago. And in doing that, I kind of had this wake up call where, yeah, we can meet with, you know, hundreds or thousands of business owners a year and we could sell online courses to thousands of business owners but we're still barely going to break you know we're not going to make a huge ripple like we want to reverse that success rate we want more businesses to be successful we don't want almost 100 percent of them to fail and i kind of thought this is going to be a huge undertaking but i have to find a way to influence governments at maybe municipal levels i don't know what level but some way to influence either the government or business owners themselves to realize that buying a business license and being a good electrician does not qualify you to run a successful electrical company. Like you said, you can't just be good at being an electrician. You have to know the basics of HR and employment standards and human rights. Mm -hmm. And you have to understand how to read your financial statements and keep track of your numbers every month. You cannot show up to an accountant after two years of saving your receipts (laughs) in a garbage bag or a shoebox and expect to make money. And marketing, same thing. Like you can't just wing it. It doesn't work. It might work very, very rarely for some people. But as you grow, if your marketing does work, you're in big trouble because you don't know all the other basics. Mm -hmm. So I think you really need to... If you're in business and you don't understand these, I guess we kind of make it those three main roles, hey? Understanding your financials, knowing the basics of marketing. And And then the leadership HR piece. Yeah, like absolutely. And Mm -hmm. coincidentally, those are our three pillars. So I guess (laughs) I just think that way. That's probably good. Yeah, it's a good way to break things up. But for sure, those are at least the three hats that a business owner needs to wear. Yeah. And I don't know if you ever remove those. Like, I don't care how good of an expert of... HR person you have or marketer person you have like you should have an understanding of that I, I've I've had you know business owners that I've spoken with who if they had a little bit of knowledge would just be so much our relationship would just be so much easier because you're not you know teaching them the ABCs while you're also trying to explain something much more complex um, and so they're actually harming themselves and choke holding themselves I saw you use that term recently <laughs> They have a chokehold on themselves because they're not able to even comprehend what their experts are giving them. Like they can't make sense of it. Yeah. Um, So you're you're right when you're saying they all need a good baseline knowledge to be able to even hire those positions. And when you're a startup or you're small and small is pretty big in a lot of people's eyes, small is still quite big. Uh, But when you're small, you still need to be doing a lot of that stuff. And I don't totally agree with you on doing all that stuff, but I do agree with don't delegate it or outsource it until you understand it. Mm -hmm. So I think we differ a little bit in opinion there. 
Um, and it's funny because I think you said three things. You're like, if you're following Motivation Joe on Instagram <laughs> and he says, you know, this, that or this, I think all three things I have probably put in a social media <laughs> post. So I was like, darn it, I mean. Um, so here's my take on that. Okay. Try not to burst out laughing. Um, but really, I think you need to fill your calendar as much as possible with things you do enjoy. Right. You know? Like if you're if you're doing something you hate doing, you're not probably going to do it very well. Right. You probably won't even do it sometimes. You know. But and those things are what owning a business. You might be bad at it. Like that is what owning a business is. I don't know that there's ever escaping those. Well, let's do some examples because I have trouble with like like I don't really I think I need something like an example to sink my teeth into. So if you have a business owner who just hates books, and I am one who does not very much enjoy opening up QuickBooks, <laughs> I just am, was the best decision ever made was when I finally could get a bookkeeper, but it was you had to get to a point where that was a significant chunk of my revenue, like that's a decent part of my overhead expense back then. But yeah, th- like that was something that I just hated doing but it's part of owning a business. If I hate doing that, then I hate owning a business. Like I'm... Mm, I disagree on that. This is good. Finally, okay. we disagree. <laughs> so I think for new startup self-employed people in the first couple of years, getting from self-employed to business owner, going from just you, maybe to you and a part-time person or you to a full team of people, which you've done in the last year, right? Two years, three years? From self-employed to that? Yeah. yeah like three years ago since I was just me yeah you have a big team now Mm -hmm. so I respect your experience like I always do and I think it did work for you and I think all I would have done is probably made you move a little faster is you know you get the books you understand it you do it for two months you understand your numbers okay that bookkeeper is going to cost you five hundred dollars a month and how much could you make in the three hours that you are spending on your books you know could you go out and sign a contract that's worth three times four times that much Mm -hmm. because and especially if you're really good at what you do there's some activities in your business, probably business development or probably creating or probably coaching other people to be better at their jobs, you know, that will give you more leverage. Mm-hmm. So if, I guess you have to look at the opportunity cost. If you're going to outsource your bookkeeping and that costs you $500, what's the opportunity cost when you do it? If you're working on your books and you could have made $5,000, yeah. why would you spend time working on your books? If you do understand it and you can outsource it and you can make more money by outsourcing it and you don't like it, then I say outsource it. Yeah. But you have to go back to everything we said before about making sure you understand it so you don't get ripped off and you don't hire someone who's terrible and you can hold them accountable and you can ask the right questions. Well, you also need to be in a position where you're able to make that money in those hours that you can free yourself up yourself up with because I think there's a lot of businesses, whether you're an agency like me or whether you're a mechanic, um, you, you're hourly, like you can make more per hour than... You, than it costs to give your bookkeeper that job, but you free those hours up and it's not like you have people lining up down the block to become paying customers. So it, there needs to be a demand that to fill your hours first. Like if you're turning away paying work, then absolutely start finding ways to get rid of the jobs that you shouldn't be doing anymore. But I think there's lots of people that are still looking like in lead, like trying to find leads or trying to get new customers. Um, Freeing up their time doesn't necessarily mean that it's being replaced with, you know, 3x the income because they have a paying customer lined up. So I've always been a daydreamer since I was a kid. I don't know why, but like when you're talking, I can picture like this car with like 19 (laughs) pedals, not one or not two pedals. But I agree with you. You can't just be like, I'll hire a bookkeeper and I'll hire an HR consultant and Mm -hmm. I'll hire this and now I can't pay the bills. Right. It's like you have to keep your foot on all the pedals at once. You know what I mean? And that is true as you're growing your business. And sometimes if people, key people quit 
or if you know you need to do some retraining that sort of thing but you have to make sure your marketing's working to generate new business or systemize it you know make sure that ongoing monthly recurring revenue is happening which i think a lot of business owners aren't doing and it's crazy it's a huge opportunity there you know if you can figure out a way to get an amount of money from people for a year two years or forever rather than just one-time purchases it that would free up so much time yeah absolutely yeah but you also have to know what you're doing with job descriptions and goals and coaching your team to make sure they're doing a good job mm-hmm. and you also have to make sure that your numbers you understand your numbers and you're watching your profit margins like it's yeah you have to do it all at once yeah but you can't do it all at once. So I'm just saying, as you know, <laughs> as you as you determine what you like and what you're good at, I think it's smart to give yeah. to assign some things to other people as long as you can make more money doing exactly. the other things. Exactly, that's yeah. the qualifier. As long as that time can be better filled, making more money. But I think there is a little bit of something in the air of people being like, no, I've been told I should only do what I'm great at and what I love, and it's just an unrealistic look on life. Like sometimes you just have to wash dishes and fold laundry. I don't enjoy it, but you have to do it. It's like yeah. that whole, you know, the the organizing show that was huge on Netflix. I haven't the Japanese girl. That yet. I'm a little scared. Yeah, and it's her whole like thing is about how if if it doesn't bring you joy, you get rid of it. Yeah. I'm like, there's a lot of things I need in my <laughs> house that don't bring me joy yeah, like the mop broke. does not bring me joy <laughs> but i don't think it would be wise to throw it no. i didn't know the dryer brought me joy until it broke yesterday right and yeah then no, you realize <laughs> a working dryer brings you joy so i would i would argue that you're not gonna love something you're terrible at right you okay know? so i think usually yeah usually i'll ask especially people, if you continue to be terrible at it or if you care at all like right. about being successful <laughs> <you> care at <laughs> like, <laughs> but usually if i ask people to let's look at your calendar or let's look at your time diary and i'm like okay what percentage of your stuff that you did in the last week do you actually like and a lot of people are like 20 percent, and i'm like well why are you doing this why are you yeah. doing that why are you doing this and then we determine that and, and i work with bigger companies right so when i say this i'm thinking of a guy who has a team of 25 yeah and there's many people in the organization that could be doing those things so that's easy for me to say there, right? Plus, right. he's got way more profitable activities he could be doing. But yeah, if you're talking about a startup or a small um, business or a very, you know, early on growing business, then might not be realistic yet. But yeah, yeah I, I do still believe that uh, you should spend most of your time doing the things that you like because they tend to be the same things as the things that you're the best at. Right, like right. you're good at it, you like it, you like it, you're good at it. Yeah. Do you think it's more important that the, the manager or owner spends their time doing things they like and are good at? Or is it more important that the employees are given things that they like and are good at? Every Everyone, I think I don't think I don't think anyone should be doing a job they don't like and I mean and this is something that I've been asking my employees for the last five years did you hear that now someone's trying to get in the other door I don't know no. about this location um, because if they don't like it like I've been managing people for 18 years now and I know that if they don't like it they suck at it right that's just in my experience I mean I'm sure we could look some studies up or whatever but um, that's why I talk about working on your business and doing the things you like. But it's not necessarily always, I'm not always saying work on your business instead of work in your business to every single person I meet. No. But I do say that to the people who are just the technicians. Like they have an electrical company and so they're an electrician. And they're not doing any and work no one's on the doing, business. And <laughs> yeah, no one's doing the marketing, the leadership, the financial analysis. Like that's not okay. You do mm-hmm. have to work on your business or you have to hire someone and know enough about them doing it that you can hold them accountable and make sure they're not stealing from you and make sure that they're hitting their goals. So yeah, I do think that everyone needs to work on their business, not in it. But I totally understand and appreciate your point of if they're at that point where they can't afford to outsource it or delegate it, 
yeah, they have to learn it and mm-hmm. do it maybe for a to- the time, but they also have to learn it and know how to do it before they outsource it or delegate yeah. it. Yeah. And it's, and it's not just that when they can afford it, but when you can afford to hire the right person to do it. Because I think a lot of people hate marketing probably because it's confusing. And so there is a lot of low price marketers out there that they're like, as soon as they can afford it, they're like, oh yes, finally I can put this on someone else. And there's just too many instances where you would have been so much better off continuing to do that yourself. Yeah, Um, and so if you don't like it, then hire somebody who does like it or wants to learn about it. Or, mm -hmm. you know, I always tell my clients nowadays when you hire people, the most important skill you can hire for is their ability to learn new things, especially if you're hiring someone to help with your online stuff. Yeah. You And test for that. Like do a working interview where you actually put them in front of a program and say, learn this program and enter these things. Because if they can't do that, then they don't have that fundamental skill that they need for online marketing. And not even, like we've said this recently with someone that we're going to be bringing on our team, it's not even just a willingness to learn, but I need like an excitement to learn. Because some people are very willing to learn. Like, oh yeah, well, it's my job. Like I need to learn. But I can tell a very big difference between a willingness to learn and, oh, I can't wait to dig into this more and learn this stuff. This is so exciting. Like that's such a different thing. Yeah, it really is. Um, And when you can find that, those are your golden employees. Have we beat this over the head enough? Yeah, I think okay. so. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's hear your quick tip of the week. Well, I'm starting to think I shouldn't talk about the calendar anymore, but I have to. It's just Have so we gotten important. feedback that said stop talking about no, the calendar? I feel like you bug me no, about it. I, I thought you said something like, what's no your one's... quick tip? Use your calendar. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it is. So um, because you're using your calendar and keeping track of everything that you're doing in there, because you're awesome, I recommend you go back and look at the last month and look at how many hours in the month you spent on doing these certain activities that could be delegated or outsourced and decide if you could be doing more profitable things during those times. Um, And if you're ready to outsource or delegate some of those things, because I mean, when I first heard this topic, I was like, oh yeah, we're going to go head to head on this. Cause I'm like, when I get clients, I'm like, pay someone to do your laundry, pay someone to clean your house, pay someone to cut your grass. Let's get you focused on your most profitable activity. So I'm like all the way on the other end of the scale on that. But I think now that we talked more, I realize that different times in your business life cycle, there's different levels of that. So I do agree with you, but yeah, that's my quick tip. Go back and analyze your time diary or your calendar or God forbid your agenda if you're still using one of those. (laughs) And just look at what activities am I doing that are not my most profitable activities and who could do them as well as, or maybe better than me. So I could spend more time doing things that I really enjoy and I'm I'm good at. And not only that, but honestly, if you don't want to work five days a week, you're entitled, you're a business owner, you took on huge risk, you take care of a lot of people. If you want to get your business to a profitable place where you work two days a week, that's your prerogative. Yeah. You know, and you if you want to outsource, you know, almost everything in your business, we can do that, but you have to keep your feet on all the pedals as you grow. Yeah, that's a challenge. Yeah. Okay, my quick tip is two quick places where you're not quick. They might take a bit of time, but to invest a bit of time to learn. Lane's long tip. <laughs> my long tip. <laughs> to learn some tools, some marketing tools. So I think two of the thing, two things that are very um, misunderstood and even by some of the people offering them as services um, is Facebook advertising and Google advertising. So in those two spaces, there there's so much opportunity for small businesses because 
Um, it's just it's difficult to to find someone willing to work with a small budget there, but it but you can get good results with a small budget there. So you just have to learn how to do it yourself, and it's not that difficult, I don't think, <laughs> once you get into it. But there is a place on both of those platforms. Well, they'll teach you. Of course, they want you to learn how to use their platforms, so they give you education. So. Facebook has Facebook's Blueprint or Blueprint by Facebook or whatever they call it, um, but it is their education platform that teaches you how to use Facebook ads the right way and all of the rules that there are around them and how to run ads in a way that they're going to find favorable and not block your account or anything. But do Facebook's Blueprint program. It's really well designed. It's an amazing online teaching platform. You can just go through and they will teach you at a basic level how to run your own ads, set up your own ad accounts, do things the right way. And honestly, you'll be ahead of so many people and so many of your competitors um, that even, I mean, I'm part of a Facebook group of Facebook ad people and you get countless people jumping in there asking questions who are calling themselves ad specialists and they literally have never gone through even this program. I have no idea how to do some of the most basic stuff. So if you go through these programs, you will have so much knowledge that is going to put you so far ahead of your competition. And then Google has one as well. It was called um, Google Academy for Ads. I think they recently rebranded that. But if you look up Academy for Ads, you'll find it. But Google has their own education platform that will teach you Google search ads, Google display ads, Google video ads, like all those things. Um, and then you will know how to run ads for your business because it is something that once you know how to do, it doesn't take much time. Like you can set up Google ads. Um, I have clients that I literally spend like half an hour a month on them because it's just going in, checking on them, tweaking some things and then letting them run because they're a very small budget and it's not something you need to keep your eye on. And I think a lot of small businesses are in that place. You just learn these tools, put a little bit of time in and you're going to get some pretty incredible results for a very, very little money. I want to retract my quick tip and do a different okay. one. This is so good. Okay. These are both free? Yes. Google's Academy for Ads and Facebook's Blueprint are free training programs that make will sure Laura did these. teach you how to do this stuff. That's awesome. I feel like you gave us a peek behind the curtain of the uh, online marketing experts. That's even where you'll get certified by them. So we have like Google's you know, Google ad certification or whatever that shows that you went through the program and passed their essay or essay, passed their exam at the end at a certain pass rate. And then you have to have a certain amount of ad spend you manage a month and stuff too. But then you become Google certified and Facebook's too. You take the blueprint program and then you take their exams and you can be, you can put a little badge on that says we're blueprint certified if you do want to end up running ads for people. And that's probably something to look for is that people yeah, have that's that. That's a good point. At <laughs> least that it's yeah. free. Um, I wanted to reiterate really quickly the uh, cost-benefit analysis okay. recommendation that I made because as you were talking, I thought of a client who I love dearly, but I almost strangled last week because <laughs> instead of doing it themselves, um, which wouldn't have taken too much time, but it was something they would have had to do themselves, uh, I recommended, you know, we need more Google reviews, organic Google reviews, you know, asking mm -hmm. your really happy clients to leave your Google review, Google review. We came up with a process. It would have been like a mass email sort of thing and some follow up. Not much time. Definitely something that a, an employee could have done. Yeah. And then I found out that they outsource to a third party company who charges them like a monthly subscription a lot. thing. Yeah. And it's like a two year contract. Oh, no. And uh, they're basically going to get them some.
some Google reviews. And I'm like, no, no, yeah. no, no. You don't need to get them. You so, have happy customers that will give them to you. I'm like, wait, you already did this? What you, you didn't call me first? Um, if you're listening, you know you're in big trouble, by the way. Um, <laughs> but seriously, cost-benefit analysis real quick. Like, it's going to take me an hour to do this. Yeah. And I'll probably get, you know, based on what Kelly Ray said, you know, what other businesses are doing, I'll get 100 Google reviews in the next couple months. Should yeah. be no problem. Which will put you far ahead of your competitors in town, which is my only goal in that exercise. And this other company is like $1,000 a month or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did show some examples of companies that they've helped. So that's sure. really good. But um, if you did a cost-benefit analysis on that, on the two situations, right. you would be way further ahead just doing it yourself than the other. Yeah. And you know what? I could be wrong. Maybe they'll get like thousands and thousands of Google reviews and I'll have to eat my foot. <laughs> what is the expression there? Yeah. Put my foot in my mouth? I, yeah. Eat, eat crow? Yeah. Eat something bad. One of those. Yeah. So anyways, just do a cost-benefit analysis before you make those decisions because you're right. People can outsource or delegate too much mm-hmm. and uh, spend too much and money. even if you dislike having to compose that email, that it's probably just best if you do it. And the yeah. tone and everything, It's then it's yours. It's yeah. you. It sounds like you. We talked about this in a previous podcast where I was saying how I write my own blog still for the our own site just about every week. And I, I've tried outsourcing it and it just doesn't sound right. It's not me. It doesn't have my voice. And so it's not a scalable good use of my time. And I continue to do it. You know, I'm an over-delegator and you're an under-delegator. That's probably. why this is a That's good conversation. probably quite accurate, I'd say. Because even now, I'll, I'll find myself walking past Laura's office and say, can you send an email to the client saying, and then I'm like, uh, it should probably come from me. It's going to take me 30 seconds, which it would have taken the same amount of time to ask her as for me to type it. And then she's going to get me to proof it. And yeah, there are some things I should be just doing myself. So thanks for giving me something (laughs) to think about. Yeah, me too. Okay, well, thanks for listening. This was episode nine, which means that, and this was in our new location, so I don't know if it sounded different, if it sounded less like air conditioning and more like just my computer humming. <laughs> I should not have that on. There's no need for it to be on. I should turn it off. So unprofessional. Um, but yeah, we're in our new location, and then not next week, so I'm away, but the next episode, um, we are going to do live on YouTube. So we'll make sure that that link is shared so that you know where to go so you can watch this live, and then, of course, it'll still go up as a podcast. But thanks for for lasting this long listening all the way to this episode you can find me on twitter lane underscore anderson instagram lane b anderson and look me up on linkedin uh teammate business coaching and consulting on facebook and linkedin and kelly ray tamaki also on facebook and linkedin and instagram all right see you next time thanks guys